Hi, I'm Stage and Stages Lynn Manuel Miranda, and you're listening to the Hamilcast. Boots and cuts and boots and cuts. <laughs> <laughs> everybody get ready the fun and honesty continues with sean green jr here's the second part of our chat i loved it i hope you do too enjoy how do you how do you get from what's the main line i'm the, doing the hair flip there you go the main line to hamilton on broadway you say yes to literally everything honestly that's how i got here yeah like people would slide into my my facebook messages send me it's emails DMs. They slide were into my dms, DMs and be like hey do you want to sing backup for this concert and i'd be like yes like just like not even thinking about it right yes like do you want to do you want to maybe sing four bars of a solo in this concert yes would you like to come audition for this yes like i just i said yes to truly Every opportunity that slid through my email, my Facebook, my DMs, my Insta, my Twitter, anytime someone asked me to do something, I was like, yeah, for sure. I didn't even think it, like, it's so interesting now because I, I, I talk to young artists or young uh, anybody, mm-hmm. people in college or, yeah. or people my age, and I find that people are so focused on getting paid getting paid in general Mm -hmm. and monetizing on the things that they're good at. But I spent all of college truly doing things for free, Mm -hmm. like showing up and being like, I'm nobody. And like knowing that there are people with Broadway credits and people with Tony nominations singing in front of me, singing louder than me singing like, and me being in the shadows and me being like, Oh my God, I love being in the shadow. Like, <laughs> like just being just excited. Be yeah. Just being excited to be in the room, in the room where it happens. You know, I <laughs> would like commit many crimes to see you as Burr. It's coming. Like um, a it's, crime of, I will say I'm very, very, not nervous for bear <laughs> i'm very i'm so excited for the, like the the vibe of I'm just so like excited. giving voice to to a broken quote-unquote villain is so my vibe show like shedding light on the darkness is so my vibe being like you guys all think this person's horrible because he killed this man who did all this great work, but you don't understand that we're all human and we all make mistakes. I'm so excited to tell that story. Oh my God. I wait. When do you start? I don't know. Okay. We don't have dates. I don't have okay. dates for Burr yet, but we're still, I'm still in the process of learning. Okay. I have a rehearsal tomorrow. Not, not tomorrow. What's today? Monday. Monday. I have a rehearsal Thursday. Okay. For Burr. Um, I had a rehearsal last week. It's it. We're chugging along slowly but surely. I'm I'm just so I'm so excited. Oh, I'm so excited it's such for a cool... you. I'm like I have like my shoulders and my I ears. Know. I like can't wait. It's I can't so wait cool. for you. Oh my god. Oh, here's what I really want to talk to you about that I only knew I wanted to talk to you about like when you showed up. Tell. You're like a super fan of Hamilton. I'm a stan. I'm a Hamilton stan. The first time I saw Hamilton was. September of 2015 and I was actually I wasn't in New York when Hamilton came out I actually let me let me rewind okay. rewind 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 I'm 
had an audition for Hamilton at the Public my freshman year of college. And I woke up the morning of, I had like gone out the no. night before. No. Yeah. Sean, stop. No, I was messy. It was freshman year. I, I, I am not, I am an honest person. I will tell you the truth. Same. And I went out the night before and I was a mess the mm-hmm. morning of. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Whatever. I'm not going in for this little play. Like, I don't care. Whatever. Like, toss my hair. Like, I'm 19. Like, I deserve to have fun. Whatever. Like, I'm not going. And I just, I sent an email. I was like, hey. Like, dear Tommy Kale. I'm not coming to. Honestly, I feel like. Who the hell did you email? Let me check my email. Let me check the receipts. Because I'm like Whitney Houston. I want to see the receipts. (laughs) Okay. We, oh my God. I'm going to gag. 12-11-2015. I sent a submission to Hamilton and American Musical. Look at the headshot I sent. Wait a second. That's me, girl. Look at the dyed tips. Look at the frosted tips. Can we post this? Because this is not a visual medium. Yeah, girl. You got to post it. That's me. I'm not ashamed of my past. <laughs> I'm just... Send it I, to yourself. Send it to yourself. Save the photo and send it to yourself. <laughs> this... I'm sorry. I just... I'm in shock. Like, all the listeners are like, did she die? Like, I'm not... I'm never speaking. <laughs> all the listeners are like, like, did she die? <laughs> like, why isn't she speaking? Why isn't she, like, cutting off her guest? Um, I, I... This is not... I don't know who this person... This. I is. don't know who that person is either. I will, I will say... I know. The picture's from 2011, I think. Wow. Yeah. Total transformation, girl. Wow. Total transformation. Good for you. New body, new me. Seriously. New like, soul, new me, you know? I remember, like, growing up, I thought, like, good for you was such, like, a shitty thing to say. But I, I know. Mean, like, but tr- in the, like, and honestly, there was a point in my life when, when people would say good for you, and I'd be like, ugh. Well, sometimes people say good for you, and I'm and like, like, don't if, get the like, shake, get out good of here. Good for you. Yeah, it's like, like so, when, like yeah. how Southern people do, like, bless your heart, and it's Ble- like, I know or, the tears <laughs> of bless, like, bless your heart, bless, bless your yeah, heart. Like, I know, I have your friends. Heart. Shout out to Kyrie Rachel Dane from South Carolina, yes, who's like a friend that, and like, guest of the show. Southern Baptist, like, sister and there are, like, in the tears deacon's of office. It. Like, like, and then so Carrie and I, it's so funny, I was just telling my friend Patrick about this, how, like, when Carrie and I will say, like, oh my God, bless your heart, we're so quick to be like, but no, no, in the best way, in the best way. No, bless your heart the best way no truly because that could be so much shade Wait, okay, I so you find... said that and you were like yes i went out i think it may have even been pride like i'm not gonna lie i think it was literally pride and i was like out the night before and like just was not ready well when was it i mean that was it that was photo was in december but this is a different email this email is me submitting again to casting at hamiltonbroadway.com oh my god and the subject line is philadelphia auditions and it says hello exclamation point <laughs> this is my submission for the auditions taking place in Philadelphia. My headshot and resume are both attached to this email. Thank you, Sean Green Jr. And it's still that really horrible headshot of me. Oh my God. With frosted like orange tips. And that like ready. Oh wait, actually that, like almost Christmas. Actually, sweater. no, this is my real headshot. Now oh, okay. That I still use that I am getting updated on Thursday. Don't oh, okay. judge me. Thanks. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Would never. Wait, but I wanna like, find an almost Christmas sweater in the first one. Well, it's a kimono from Urban Outfitters. I was really Excuse into kimonos. Me. I was really into come. I had a moment. Okay. I had a phase. Wait, I want to find. I want to find the email that I sent. That if litter- it's to it's like to like Steph Clemens or it's somebody. Oh my! Oh it's- my stop, Steph Clemens. We have to talk about Stephanie Clemens. Okay. So Stephanie Clemens, like happily. This is a this is a really cool story. We'll say, Stephanie Clemens was my first ever like dance teacher. All the signs of my life pointed to Hamilton and American You're Musical. exactly where you're supposed to be in this moment. I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. 
and it's so scary and so thrilling it's so beautiful but stephanie clemens was my first ever dance teacher at broadway triple threat nyc but it was actually the philadelphia version so they Catherine cox i believe Catherine cox yes is the woman who created this program and stephanie clemens was the choreographer slash dance teacher for this program and it was at it was at temple university okay and it was a seven day long intensive where we showed up every day from nine to five and like learned audition techniques we we worked on like worked on audition cuts they gave us repertoire and gave us cuts to use um and she actually taught us original choreography from in the heights it was an unbelievable experience to have stephanie clemens uh a la in the heights so in the heights i also have okay i i go off on like 10 tangents per sentence welcome to the hamilcast i can't help it so this in the heights was the only musical that i ever listened to like with my mom cool right come on i know there's so many signs that lead me to hamilton and american musical my on on the way to every college audition, my mom and I would listen to Hamilton in the car. <laughs> I in mean, not heights. Hamilton in the Heights, not the same thing when at all. Stephanie was here. She was like, I still like. Oh my god, she was on this couch. She was on the couch. You're Steph on. Clem. Right. <laughs> and it was like before they announced that she was doing in the Heights at the Kennedy she had a Center, little pre pro moment. She was saying how like during rehearsals or auditions and stuff i'm sorry i'm probably like screwing it up but like in hamilton rehearsal she'd be like so usnavi does this but like she means hamilton yeah like yeah, during yeah, yeah. heights things she'd be like so hamilton says but like because in her brain she's been there the entire yeah. time yeah she was like mixing it up and you i know, get like, it everyone in that room was like oh, i'm just said the word usnavi. i know <laughs> like, i know right, right, right. it's, it's like, dying but it's so cool to see it's it's really cool honestly to see how many people that were involved in in the heights that are also involved in hamilton to see how lynn and the team keep keep the family like so tight-knit is mm-hmm. so warm yeah. like it's such a warm feeling yep um but anyway yeah sorry in the heights was the only musical that my mom and i had ever listened to together and we listened to it we listened to it like on the way to all of our college auditions i remember she drove me to where are we going goucher i visited goucher college where's that i think it's in it's like maryland dc dmv area okay and my mom and i were i remember listening to listening to in the heights in the car on the way like and i i hadn't connected the pieces that mandy gonzalez was on the album i truly did not connect the dots until i was in the show i know i'm like a such a i'm like such not a musical theater nerd like i don't i'm so bad with names i like never really listen i never really like well until i got into college and i started like studying it yeah but in musical theater was like it was like kind of new to me in high school like yeah. I, I had always considered myself like a newbie to musical theater because mm-hmm. i never th- it honestly me going into musical theater was not my idea yeah like i didn't pick it up by myself it took like a mentor of mine to be like oh you're good at this you should do this as a career and i was like okay yeah like okay i guess we're going into this story I, i'm always on a tangent girl you got to keep me in track Let's it's go totally to, fine. We're I'm here for this. Fully just like, hey, it's fine. I love it. The tangent I was on, musical theater was not my jam yeah. until like eighth grade, where I was in Annie and my Who'd know, you play? Bert Healy. You're never fully dressed. You were Bert Healy <laughs> a zillion years ago at like camp. I was Lily St. Regis. Gagging. So I've been in Annie three times. I've played 
Yeah, girl. Make that face. I was in Annie three times. Okay, Bert Healy. I played Bert Healy. I played Rooster. I was going to say, if you haven't played Rooster, yeah, girl, I will, Rooster I was will it. flip a table. Honestly, Rooster was it. Easy Street was such a fierce Easy member. Easy Street is like that... Okay, Tim Curry, Bernadette Peters, and Carol Burnett doing Easy I Street. Die. I can't. I die. Carol Burnett kicking into the wall. She's hammered the entire time. It is Broadway one used of to be best. like such a lit moment. Like people used to just be like backstage, like taking shots and running on stage. Like, but that's it, the movie of Annie. I'm yeah. saying. Like, oh well, for sure. But I mean, like, do you want to fix the? Are you okay? Are you comfortable? Okay. Um, where was I? Bert Healy, Rooster. Daddy Warbucks, girl. Yeah, I will. I was I will Daddy walk Warbucks. Call me your Zaddy. Like, what's good? I was a Zaddy. Shut yeah, girl. I played Daddy Warbucks. How fierce! It was my. I can't. My jaw is on the ground. I can't. I mean, kind of, kind of like my jaw is too. Like, I can't believe I played Daddy Warbucks in Annie the Musical. Like, representation matters. Totally. Like, <laughs> though, like, but truly, but truly, yeah. Um, when I was in eighth grade, I played Bert Healy. This woman, Lachelle Vaughn, the most inspiring, just like my mom, one of those people who just Aww. like is a hardworking, caring black yes. woman who takes care of the children Fuck she teaches yes. and takes pride in the job that she does. Like, just like amazing. She pulled my mom aside after oh after a performance of Annie and was like, hey, so your son is not a good student but he is a really amazing performer i've never seen him i've never seen him behave the way he behaves at rehearsal it's what i loved before i knew i loved it Uh you know she saw that there was something in me that connected to this this theater world and she was like we gotta get we gotta get him focused you know um gotta go gotta get the job done gotta go gotta get the job done for sure she was like i'll give him free voice lessons all you have to do is drive him to my house every saturday morning believed in you so hard so hard at this point we lived in ardmore and and miss vaughn lived in i still like kind of call her miss vaughn even though we're adults miss vaughn was in Bluebell, Pennsylvania, which was about a 45 to an hour minute drive away. Okay. My mom would drive me to voice lessons every Saturday morning. Between those two fierce women, my mom and Lachelle Vaughn, like they got me together. They were like, he, we're going to put him in this track. We're going to put him on this route to be on Broadway. And that's what we're going to do. And that's going to save him. And he's not going to be a bad kid anymore. We're going to give him something to be passionate about. He's going to care about school. And this is going to fix all of it. And when I say it literally fixed all of it, it fixed it. Like, I truly would not be anywhere without the badass women in my life. Can we raise a glass and cheers to that? Cheers. Like, hardcore. Yes. Honestly, that's all my closest friends are girls. All my closest friends are women. All my, clo- like, I grew up, like, being best friends with my two girl cousins. That's so fun. All of my, okay, so I'm going to tell you something really kind of embarrassing, but not that embarrassing. Okay. My best friends in middle school were named Sydney and Oprah. Oprah was, um, she was from New Orleans, but she got, basically like trans transported to philadelphia after hurricane katrina oh my god yeah she lived in new orleans and after hurricane katrina she got relocated because there was like affordable housing that people were offering in different states so they just moved her whole family to ardmore and gave them like i guess subsidized housing i don't really know what it was but i just all i know is that she was from new orleans and moved to moved to ardmore her name was oprah her name was Oprah, Oprah Afasuku. Her family was like African, but I would always go there and eat the fiercest food. And I was friends with Sydney, who was a Jamaican girl. We were best friends and we called our friend group SOS, Sydney, Oprah, Sean. 
Come yeah, girl. On. And our voicemails were all we like record you know how you can record a voicemail message we all recorded together our voicemail message and it was hey this is sos i'm sean i'm sydney i'm oprah yeah and we're sos sean can't get to the phone right now but please leave a message and blah 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 we'll call you back and then like on oprah's like on oprah's oprah can't get to the yeah it was that is like the most adorable 100 no chill thing i've ever that was i'm a no chill type of guy same Um, if you don't find that email i don't know if i can i don't know what's good i don't see it i'm freaking out it doesn't matter who you sent the email the to. The moral of the story is, is that I had lie. an audition for Hamilton in American Musical. And you said I had I was When I was 19 years old and I fully lied and was like, hey, can't come to the audition. I'm sick. You know uh, what I would love <laughs> for someone, Steph Clem, T. Kale, a dot lack someone to be listening and like scrolling through their phone and being like found I it. really want someone to find the email because <laughs> I it was like just a little just a little like immature little loser like stop it I went out last night I can't sing today <laughs> just just blew it off you know but honestly going back to the going back to uh like everything happens for a reason yeah I was not ready to be in anything yeah. as big as Hamilton in totally. 2014. I was not ready. Yeah. I was not ready at all. Like everything happens when it's supposed to. Yep. Um, my, my first audition for Hamilton was, was from my senior showcase. That's amazing. So I got the first, I can read you that email. I can find you that email okay. fast. Look at where you are. Look at where you started. This isn't my real singing voice. I promise. <laughs> This is my, I already showed it to you, my first Hamilton submission. But look at the res. Look at the resume. Okay. It's childish. Right. It's literally Sean childish. Sean Green Jr. in the biggest font ever, and then everything else is so, but this is like what they teach you. Mm-hmm. This is like exactly, if you were to Google, I'm like, a buy the book like type of person. theater resume template. Oh, and I didn't realize Sean Green Jr. is in green. Yeah, green, because my last name is green. I, I thought that was a little finesse touch. And then all of your NYC readings concerts that you said yes to. Yes. Oh my God, Broadway gets glad. Oh yeah. Yay. Wait, I feel like, I think that was one of the first concerts I've ever done. Do you know Spirit Day in October? It's like, su- it's anti-bullying and we all wear purple. I love that. And it's like, it's awesome. Wait, first, I just did, I just, I marched with uh, the Trevor Project. Oh, perfect. Anti-bullying, girl. I was bullied for I was bullied and time. I was a bully. Like, you were? Girl, yeah. You have to take responsibility for where you've been. And you, I was a were bully. You, were you a bully because you were scared of being bullied? I don't know that I had the language for all that when I was bullying people. But looking back. But I was, yeah, I was just a big kid and people. What did, what did you do? People literally beat, people beat me up in elementary school for being like fat and like loud and flamboyant. Like I got like jumped. Like it was, it was major. But I just I like, so. I wouldn't like pick on people in like a like an uh, aggressive like beating people that way mm-hmm. but i always i like had the tendency to like mock people you like use your words yeah just like mocking people like poking fun at people like making people the center of attention so that way i wasn't the center of attention totally. like, like before they said anything about yeah you, before they saying, said something about yeah. me because i was fat like make sure that i said something about them like just like little petty middle school bullying yeah i feel like i grew, i feel like i grew out of it late high school or or like yeah my, once my friends like in, like what I, did sos say about it like what well what i they? Saw, i wasn't really me and sos fell apart in 
when we transitioned from middle school to high school Aww. yeah but it was it wasn't like a sad breakup we were like still close but yeah you guys just like i just like started doing theater i started lives. taking theater more seriously and the uh-huh. theater program at my high school was so intense really htc Heritage theater company okay. girl we were so intense we were so culty and like so close we would have like after okay so we had such intense traditions uh-huh so after the first show so we are all of our shows ran from thursday to sunday okay after the first show we would go to manella's diner which was a diner like 15 minutes away from our school we'd all like carpool like stack 10 people in each of our cars like we all made a playlist cd for our car ride to manella's yeah it was so cute but like yeah we we were the underdogs of our of our high school and we really took that we took pride in that um my i was a little bit of a bully in terms of like if i loved you i was mean to you like mm-hmm. kindergarten bullying where it was like oh, I see. like it wasn't like malicious bullying where i would like pick on people i didn't know i was just mean to the people that i loved a lot right you know and in junior year i remember i remember this moment so like it's like as if it were yesterday my friends all like ganged up on me and i don't know if they ganged up on me as much as it felt like they were ganging up on me but they all were like at the same time and i don't know if they planned it or not but it was all at the same time they were like hey you're really mean for me you're really mean to me for these reasons it was a moment where i was like oh i'm an asshole like oh i'm mean i am mean like and i had to fully at 17 years old take responsibility for the fact that i was being mean to my people the people that were closest to me it was the first experience that i had where i had to like fully take responsibility for my actions and not take responsibility for my actions in terms of like being a bad kid Uh like i knew how to i knew how to be like oh i was bad today in school i talked back to the teacher and i can take responsibility for that but what does it mean to take responsibility for being mean to the people that you love what does that what does that look like so you had to look inward and figure out yeah it was the first time where i had to like switch the lens and be and be internal and reflective i had that i had that experience at such a young age and it's something that i'm so good at now it's yeah. it, i am so good at taking a step back and be like oh almost too good at it because it's it's my first reaction my first reaction is what did i do did i do something wrong did i say something bad it, it's it's such a it was a big learning for me i learned sure. a lot about myself and i learned a lot about how my my childhood traumas Mm -hmm. were showing up in my friendships and in my intimate relationships you know yeah thank you so much for sharing all of this this is like super awesome she's an open book girl same ready Ready Um, to share speaking of are you such an open book after the gin you know i mean i don't drink gin that much and so now i'm just like what do you want to know um speaking of are you ready to take some questions from yes the Patreon yes peeps? yes yes they're I so love. psyched you're here let's do it patreon peeps wonder powers activate <laughs> perfect <laughs> if i were shockwave this would be much more impressive yeah <laughs> <laughs> and patreon peeps Dear Alexander. Well, first, Abby wants to say, this is not a question, okay. but she says, I read a bio on Sean that said he wants to use his talent not only for self-expression, but also to uplift and unify his community. I think that's amazing. I just wanted him Man, to know. Where was that bio? I love she that. She doesn't say, but... 
I love Abby that. girl. Thanks. So true. It's yeah. That's like my mission. I want to, I want to use my platforms, the platforms that I have or the platforms that have been granted to me mm-hmm. to uplift the people that are in search of said platforms. Yeah. You know, the same way that people did for me, the same way that people above me saw little fat, Sean Zuni Green, you know, or Sean Dennis Green Jr. saw little me and, and we're like, you know, there's potential here. Let me uplift him. The yeah. only way you can rise to the occasion is if you have people that believe that you can do so. I just love that. Um, Dania says, what is your favorite piece of choreography in the show? Ooh! And what is your favorite number to perform? My favorite number is Yorktown. All I do in Yorktown is walk on walk on stage on top on the surround i take the coat and shake it with my with my uh my woman my woman five sister aaron aaron clemens aaron clemens yes. the love of my life she, ah! uh, i will fight you for her she she's is, a star she an so angel she's an angel and a star she's woman five and i'm man six and woman five and man six essentially just like walk around the show together because they're the the shadow tracks yeah we're the shadow tracks we're like the singer tracks we're there to support the sound like and and we walk on together on the surround and like shake the coats up top and then and then we disperse to opposite corners of the surround Uh and we just like it's like improv all that all that stuff during that number is like the direction i got for that was like you just go and 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 you you get ready for the revolution like like this is the the heated moment you get ready and then you do the small choreo you got and then you go off like that's all it is so i walk on stage and in the beginning i would walk on and just be like on fire like on 10 shaking that thing like it's the best thing in the world you know like it is is, is. it's my favorite thing because it's so free and so just like, and like high energy yeah like at the like the precipice you're at like the cusp of something that's yeah. gonna be amazing it's so cool i think that's my favorite number just because it's so free and so just like high stakes and so high energy that's yeah. my favorite thing to do alisa says alisa hey girl i saw him go on for george <gasps> washington his version of one last time brought me to church more than any version i'd ever heard before did that sound come from growing up singing in the church oh my god people always ask me that and this is the gag the gag is that i actually grew up singing in a presbyterian church my aunt on my mom's side my aunt nita took us to her baptist church and mm-hmm. baptist church is like african-american heavy like spirituals up and singing clapping shouting catching the spirit passing out that's a big call and response it's a call yeah yeah, it's a different vibe than the presbyterian church the presbyterian church that i went to was my grandma on my dad's side okay and it was very like hymn based stand with your robes sing like like Mary, Mary, did you know type of vibe? It's very, different very different than, than people like just experiencing very different like, than like Jesus on the main line. Tell them what you want. <laughs> Jesus on the main line. Tell them what you want. It's very different than like that vibe. Um, but we, my grandma, actually, I got, I got started singing in the Presbyterian church because mm-hmm. my grandma actually would pick me up from my school on the main line and take me to karate class 
in Norristown. Girl, I that's did where it. that high kick just came from that you did before. I did it everywhere. <laughs> I did. I did everything. I was on the chess team. I played. I I did swimming. I, I was on the swimming team. You were all about those. I was on the chess team. My dad taught me how to play the cro- like. My parents were trying to get me to do everything. You were out of control. Out of control. I did everything. They need. They they wanted me to do everything. I love that. But my gram, my gram. I used to call her Gramps, Gramps, Grandma, Gramps. I used to call her Grandma, Gramps, and she would take me to karate in Norristown after school on like Thursdays, I think it was. But it was her choir rehearsal was after my after my karate practice, okay. so it was either like go to karate then go to choir and sit outside or go to karate and sit in the rehearsal while she would rehearse the music and then eventually they were just like hey do you want to sing with us on sundays were you into it watching the rehearsal like kind of no the music was kind of boring like i wasn't really too into it but my grandma kind of just like made me sit in the rehearsals instead of like sitting outside yeah but then I would just like sing the alto parts with my gram before my voice dropped. <laughs> and we would just, that's kind of how I got, that's how I got involved in a choir Yeah. Um, in elementary school. And then I sang in choir in late elementary school in, it, at my actual school. We had mm-hmm. select choir and regular choir. My husband went to a high school that had select choir. Yeah, I was in the, in. so I also was in the select choir in high school and my, my choir teacher in high school <laughs> Oh my God. My choir teacher in high school, his name was Mr. Bizich. Bizich, girl. Bizich. He was such a bitch. But <laughs> so like, appropriate. So appropriate because his name was Mr. Bizich. But he was he was the fiercest queen I've ever known. He was this fierce gay man who like and when you when you teach in public school back in the day, you it like wasn't really acceptable for you to be to talk about your sexuality. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it's like now, but it was like a very don't ask, don't tell moment. Yeah. Um, and but he was like so flamboyant and so fierce, but we really did not get along. He gave me so many detentions. Were you guys like too similar? Maybe too like, similar, like, too clash? too gay for one <laughs> little room. <laughs> but he was he was amazing. He he. He took such pride in the select choir and we, we had, we like gigged. The select choir would go out and gig. Yeah. We would sing in the retirement home. Totally. Yeah. He would take us places and sing things. But I remember singing like the tenor two line and the baritone line in Africa. Do you know that song? From Toto? In Africa, there's another hundred men or more we never do. I not away down in Africa. Like, same notes like right. I, yeah it yeah. was yeah for sure well, i remember those notes regardless elisa you brought her to church more than she'd elisa, ever elisa we that. love you i took it to church because i grew up singing in church yes. girl here we are katie is saying hey, diving katie. deep into the ensemble tracks yeah we have heard what each man track does but not who they are so what she's saying is like when donald weber came over like yeah his man five was klaus a okay man six is the intellectual i read the book during my shot my shot the book that i'm reading is actually erotica how amazing does any has anyone ever told to, you I'm that leaving. i'm leaving the podcast has been canceled. has anyone Dude, ever told you, you that no no one's told you that it is like nick full- walker donald i'm calling all of you guys out how is no one told it's me it's full out like an Sir erotic Tommy was just here and didn't tell me that the goddamn book I is i know what's good but like it's full out a book of erotica what does it say first of all on page 27 
is uh, trust me we know the pages girl because i just like my traffic is to sit up against this pole and read the book and then i don't know who the man is but man one through five or whoever it is comes over and like bumps me on the shoulder or like taps me or whatever and gets me to come over to talk to the bullet girl and him and i walk over and I either like just kiki with them, like, hey, what's up? Or I share them. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Page 21 or 27. I'm not, I can't remember off the top of my head. But I walk over and I'm like, page 27 is literally just a word full of curses or erotic curses. It's like, it's like the shaft. But like one, one passage, I always go over there with like really, really like, crazy passages to read to them and one of the passages is like he lifted my thighs above my head and inserted his instrument into my love sheath it's like beautiful erotica it's so intense and this is why like i had alc Annalie craig from the sound department this is why one of Annalie, the many reasons yeah, she's amazing. <laughs> one of the many reasons the sound department has your back because your mic is muted yeah in that moment yeah. and you can go over and be like here's the tea about this whole here's thing that's happening tea. in on page 27 or I know, whatever i know <laughs> she's like <sweating. laughs> um but also he's like the intellectual who's like at oh, the right. he's like at the bar reading like what loser is at a bar reading while people are like rapping and drinking isn't burr for the beginning of oh, my yeah, shot burr, he is but well, he's that's like why, trying to look bored yeah he's like uh i can't do with these little like i feel like that's i also so identify with burr i so identify with it because it's like all he wants to do is make his parents proud and like what is what the things that the things that will make his parents proud include like being a hard worker and being like kind of a loser and like studying a lot, but like he's got to do what his parents need him to do. So Claire is asking, funnily enough, we just covered this, yeah. but she's saying the last time she saw the show on Broadway during Aaron Burser, yeah, you were on the stage and you were engaged in some deep conversation once sitting upstage right who was your character what were you talking about you oh my god yeah i was reading erotica yeah oh my god that's so funny that we answered the question are you kidding but i still had to clap with the bullet it's with the bullet and man whoever i don't know what man that is man three Jay is saying Hamilton's ensemble gets more exercise in a performance than I get in a week, a month, question mark. And they are all in phenomenal shape. So like I said, I was 350 pounds once upon a time Mm -hmm. through college. I lost 120 pounds. I was obsessive about working out. I was not eating as, as, as much and as well as I should have. That's what I'm trying to, that's what I'm in practice of now is just like finding balance and finding, finding the happy medium of being, being health oriented and being body conscious and body positive, but also being a human and eating the things that I like to eat and not saying no to things and, and working out at a, at a consistent rate. And at a, I went through my, my weight loss journey is so, um such a roller coaster because yeah. I've been through I've been to the extremes of of eating disorders and in the extremes of body dysmorphia and yeah. not really believing that I'm beautiful and not really believing that I'm worthy of the space that I take up. It took me so long to get here, but the journey of it all was was long. And yeah. and right now, honestly, the the practice that I'm in now is like loving the the body that I'm in today mm-hmm. and appreciating the body that I was in in 2013 and being excited for the body that I'm going to be in in 20, 2019. Yeah. You know, it's like I have to, I am 
I am in process. I am in practice. I am in, it is, I'm still on the journey of accepting myself and of, and and of creating the body that I want, you know, Mm -hmm. it's, I, but that being said, I am in a, in, in a practice of going to the gym three times a week to three to five times a week. Right. You know, it's about making healthy choices, but also indulging in the things that you like. I got to fit into those little, those little, what are they? Manila? Or beige jumpsuits they got us in. Come on, I don't want my thighs to be like jiggling all over the place. I gotta be in Hamilton American Musical eight times a week. I gotta make sure my stamina is up, and it's not gonna be up if I'm like shoving my face with Taco Bell and and Popeyes and White Castle. Say, I gotta. How'd you say Popeyes? You just said like Popeyes, Popeyes, <laughs> whatever. You're I gotta so make sure fancy. I'm drinking my. Get your sure, hair behind your ears. I gotta make so sure fancy. I'm drinking my green juices. I know. <laughs> well, not tonight. Not tonight. Um, Sean, thank you so much. I've had the best time yes it's not I'm so over. Happy. It is not over. please edit this and make me sound so fierce oh and not like God. a Popeye's eating I fool edit those my hamstrings in. are so loose right now I could like kick my face forever all right, well, we'll take pics and post them on all the I social can't wait. media I can't wait. speaking of social media where yes. can the people find you oh my goodness oh I'm such an Instagram stan I've been obsessed obs- with Instagram since it came out I'm in like 2013. I'm obsessed with Instagram. You are? Totally. Oh my God, I love do that. Do you not see me like loving everything you're doing? I, I mean, I do. Hamilcast, at Hamilcast. Oh my God. I, my Instagram is at Sean Zuni. Find me at, at Sean Zuni. Spell S- it. S-E-A-N-Z-U-N-I. At Sean Zuni. That's me. Don't ask me why. Sean, I can't thank you enough. This has been amazing. And amazing. like the night is like far I'm from so the happy. Best time. Yeah. I love you so much. You were, and I, I, love I, this. I just, I want to thank you so much. I have so much gratitude for not only you coming here on your day off, but for being so open and honest and sharing. Of course. Like, so one zillion percent who you are. If and there's I just, anything I that I strive to be, it's like an artist that doesn't hide anything. I don't want to. Guess don't, what? You're living it. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to go into this career and like. And like showcase a fluffy, beautiful version of myself. I want to showcase like my journey. I want to showcase my my truths. I want to like be real for the folks. And that's what makes it beautiful. That's so who, that's who I am. Again with these high <laughs> kicks, I'm here for it. Here um, we are. I love you, listeners. I love you so much, Patreon peeps. I love you. Thank you so 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 much. I'll talk to you so soon in five seconds on Twitter. I love you. I am G Pen. I am S Zuni Green. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> is brought to you by my love of the thing TM and my complete lack of chill please join me in raising all the glasses to Sir Alex Lackamore for generously making my intro music and this custom Yorktown arrangement that I will never ever get over thank you thank you thank you to become a Patreon peep and get the chance to ask questions to guests get tons of behind the scenes access and join the best kindest and most welcoming corner of the internet 
go to patreon.com slash the Hamilcast. I love you guys. Thank you. Hashtag team no chill. I'm at the Hamilcast on all social media and you can listen wherever you get your podcasts. The Residuals is my web series with my husband, Mike, you know, Mike, and can be found at the residuals.tv. True Crime Obsessed is my true crime comedy podcast with my podcast soulmate and Broadway royalty, Patrick Hines of Theater People and Broadway Backstory fame. Thank you again so much for listening. It means the world to me. To the Red Revolution! Revolution.